0: around with my chest out of my skin smooth I'm healthy I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking What's can't... going on guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe and I'm Matt and this is the Joe Brothers Podcast. You know, first of all, welcome back guys. Thank you so much for uh just for listening. You know, who, who cares if this is your first episode, if you've listened to every every episode uh, so far or if you fall anywhere in between, I uh, just want you guys to know that Matt and I really really appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us, you know, and uh I think when I first started podcasting, and it was it was when I was still doing it by myself, I had the Coffee with Mark podcast, and I always would remind people, man, there's like, you know, two things that you know, no matter what, no matter what day it is, what time of day, no matter what mood I'm in, two things that really just really fill my cup, um, no matter what. And one is is just a nice hot cup of coffee, which it is uh, 7:40 p.m. right now, and Matt and I both have cups of coffee in front of us. Um, and the other is really just a a good conversation, you know, and, um, and I feel like we've just been having a lot of really good conversations so far. I hope that you guys would agree. Uh, speaking of, you know, if you didn't check out the last episode with our first guest, her name was Lexi. Um, she was just a, you know, she's just an interesting uh, person. And, um, you know, she's somebody who who really is extremely passionate about living life, you know, and I think that at the core of, of, of Matt and I's mission, you know, is really just to inspire people with that, with that bug, if you will, you know, to just get up and 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 make the most of every day every moment to really live life and uh, I love being surrounded by people like that I love um, you know talking with people like that and it was just a great conversation we had Um, so anyway you know typically I come and I got a topic and uh, and we dive right in but actually today Matt has a lot on his mind you know something that I have a feeling I don't even know what it is I have a feeling Matt's gonna open up a whole can of worms on us right now but I'm gonna let Matt lead today Matt what you got
1: So this is a topic that I wanted to talk about because I know, and I wanted to kind of open up about because I know that Mark had shed a lot of light on this. Um, But, you know, naturally, right, Mark and I make ourselves... Uh, abundantly available to help anyone and everyone that needs help. And that's just what we're passionate about. It's what we're here for. We're here to help. Um, so, you know, like I said, naturally, we get a lot of questions. We, we get a lot of requests for advice or, or support or our opinion or whatever. And I'm fine with that. That is awesome. All right. And that is what I make myself available for. But there comes a time in, any, in everyone's journey where it's time to kind of take the reins for yourself, right? It's time to start solving your own problems. You know, uh, notoriously, uh, we have a friend, a mutual friend here. Uh, I I won't name him, but when I first started working at First Form HQ, I would ask this individual because he'd been there for a while and he was really smart and I respect him a lot. I'd ask him some questions that I had. And that, you know, no matter what, if if the question was a question that I could answer either on Google or in you know our training software or in uh, the handbook for Olymp- anywhere resourceful anywhere available to me anywhere that's like right there uh, he would be like hey did you check that first did you Google that did you look in the handbook you know have you uh, you know have you checked you know the, the training software so like. In doing that, he made me become more resourceful and also like solve my own problems. And, you know, the topic that I wanted to discuss today was I think that people get into the habit. They get so used to asking other people to help them solve their problems that they end up crippling themselves of the opportunity to become their own problem solvers. And I think that this is a major issue because these people end up in scenarios where without external support, without external motivation, nothing gets done. Without external influence, no decisions get made, no convictions get, get formed. Um, so, I, I, you know, <clears throat> this is just an idea and a, a concept that I was uh, kind of stewing on today because I get asked, you know, these seemingly simple questions to me or questions that have uh, everything to do with the opinion of the person in question, right? The person asking me a question, hey, what should I do? Should I do this or th- should I do that? Well, you should do whatever you feel like is right in this situation. This is not my situation to make that decision. So so what do you, I want to ask Mark, what do you think about the fact that, or or, or I guess just people who, who ask these questions or get into the the habit of, of asking for help, even when, Help is not necessarily necessary in that specific situation. And then the fact that they are, you know, really crippling themselves of the opportunity to become their own problem solver, to to be their own person.
0: I don't know. I I don't think, first of all, I don't think that people generally have the foresight to um, operate. People don't operate with much foresight. They only see what's right in front of them. And so what I mean by that is that people aren't thinking ahead, you know, as far as asking themselves a question like, man, where's the opportunity here? Um, And people also are generally uh, very risk averse, right? So they would rather, uh, we see this on a major scale in society right now, um, where they would rather somebody else make the decision. And that way they have someone to point to if things don't work out the way that they should have right i i genuinely believe w- whether people consciously make that choice or not uh, even subconsciously people are just risk averse they don't want to take ownership or responsibility for the outcome so um you know it's it's much it's much easier to um you know to 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 to, de- delegate. to delegate that decision making process yeah Um, but I do, I mean, it it really does frustrate me a lot, but I just have to try to keep in mind that like a lot of people don't have the perspective, uh, that we have, um, (laughs) you know, through life experience, through, you know, being in a position where we're completely isolated and just basically had to make our own decisions. Um, And I think that, you know, if you look around at society right now, uh, look at the way that parenting is done, look at the way that a lot of businesses operate, like you have like the traditional uh, leadership structure where like the leader is the leader and they make all the decisions. And if you make any decisions on your own, you know, you, you know, at, at best you, you know, are chastised at worst, you know, you're w- whatever you're in trouble, uh, for making it, you know, taking initiative and making a decision on your own. And, um, and then even with parenting, like we have more like helicopter parents now than ever. Like when we were kids, our, 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 our mom and dad would just tell us to go outside and go play. And, And don't come back until dinner, you know? It's like, okay, we'll figure it out. Um, Now you can't even, you know, you can't even be in your room for 10 minutes by yourself without your parent checking on you, you know? And it's just, I think that just there's, uh, you know, all of that stuff, the cultural shift that's happened over the past 10 or 15 years, uh, combined with people's natural aversion for risk uh, taking and, and their aversion uh, for like taking ownership and responsibility of the outcome of their own life, because there's a lot of pressure there. Um, I think that that is all really what's contributing here. And I know that that's you know, probably a little bit deeper and more thorough than than we typically get here um, in our conversations. But I, I really do think that there's a, a multitude of different factors contributing to it. And when I say that people don't have, generally, you know, a lot of people don't have the perspective that you and I have. What I mean is like, you know, when you've when you've made enough really really big wrong decisions, <laughs> you know, when you've made enough really detrimental decisions. Um, and you've had to deal with the, and you know, take ownership of them. You've had to deal with the consequences of them. Um, and then you bounce back from it. Like, that's, that's where I'm at, you know? Like, I've made some decisions that have had tremendous impacts on the direction of my life, like like singular decisions that completely changed everything. And it's not just the decisions that I made that brought me to prison, but that's of course one of them. You know, the decision to leave my parents' house when I was 16 years old, the decision to quit playing basketball when I was supposed to, you know, get a full scholarship to college for basketball. Um, you know, I mean, the decision to leave uh, my ex after six and a half years, and you know, we were planning a, a wedding, and I, and this, and I, one day I just I just decided to leave. It wasn't for me. Like I've made individual decisions that have had huge impacts on my life. I mean, inc- terrifying. In the moment, it's terrifying to make a decision like that, or if you make a decision impulsively or emotionally, and it's the wrong decision, it's a bad decision. Okay, but every single time. I've bounced back every single time. Um, there was actually a tremendous amount of good to be found on the other side of that of that decision. You know, I'm, I'm I've mentioned the movie on here before, um, and uh, but I'm I'm such a huge freaking advocate or or you know believer in this concept that I'm going to mention it again. There's a movie. It's called Collateral Beauty, and it's a really sad movie. It's not necessarily you know, it doesn't the, the, the movie itself, it's less important the details of the movie than the concept of collateral beauty. And that concept is basically uh, just understanding that in every tragic situation and every unfortunate situation and every mistake or bad decision, um, there is some good to be found or, or, or yeah, there's some good to be found or taken away from it. Right. And so I have personally witnessed that uh, in my life. Like every single one of the, the difficult or traumatic experiences that I've gone through now, you know, being years or decades removed, I can look back and be like, man, I'm really grateful that that happened. And so with that perspective, um, you know, I know this was a long winded answer, but with that perspective now, it is it is really. And then not only that, I mean, last but not least, I come home from prison when I was 25 years old with absolutely nothing. You know, like I like no no clothes, no shoes, no money, no socks. No, I didn't have socks and underwear. You know, I had to I had to have my parents go and buy me some buy me some stuff and let me pay pay them back, right? I didn't have a place to live. I didn't have a job. I had no college education, no car, no nothing, and I had to like I literally started my life over from scratch with absolutely zero at the age of twenty five, and that experience as well. So having um, the perspective gained through having made some terrible decisions and still bounce back from them. And and in fact, having bounced back and become better because having gone through those things and then also having to start my life over from scratch as an adult and still be able to create something that I'm proud of and become somebody that I'm proud of, um, those experiences have given me a perspective where uh, I I genuinely am fearless uh, in my decision-making process. Like, I, I tend to remove... Like when you can make a decision uh, that, that, that doesn't account for fear of the outcome whatsoever, and it's completely based in like an analysis of the options. It's not like, hey, I'm scared. What if this happens or what if that happens? I don't have any of that. I have no hesitation or apprehensive about or apprehension about uh, the the potential for it to not go well. Um, I am I am purely analyzing the the decision making process, and I and I can make it without that. That hesitance, without that aversion to fear, or or excuse me, that that aversion to yeah the consequence, or or just ownership or responsibility, like it's okay, like I'm I'm okay with making the wrong decision at this point because I've done it so many times, and I've always bounced back. And I have this this quote. It's the last thing I'll say on this, and then I'll, I'll I'll pop Matt back in here. But I have this quote that I keep in the back of my mind. All the time. All the time. And I don't know if I've ever shared it here on the show. I do. I do share a lot of my favorite, like, you know, quotes or at least thoughts. Um, but it's everything always works out exactly as it's supposed to, you know, and like that is so reassuring to me because I genuinely believe it. Um, so I can again, I'm not going to reach out and, you know, i got a big life decision. I might seek advice or seek you know, just feedback from somebody that I know and I trust, but, like, it, it, what Matt's talking about is, like, these day-to-day decisions, you know, like, hey, should I, um, should I, I, I don't know, should I do this program, should I do uh, 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 push-pull legs, or should I do uh, one muscle group at a time? Like, I don't, you know, what the, fu- what one do you want to do, you know, like, like, for real, like, people are asking us trivial shit, and it's, you know, it's OK. We're here to help. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's there's other you know, there's there's a little bit more uh, bigger decisions like um, like, hey, should I quit my job or should I, you know, go full time on my business? You know, like, well, you've got to make that decision for yourself. You can't ask you can't you can't ask me or Matt if, if you should quit your job or go full. I mean, people literally ask us this. Hey, should I pull my kid out of school? And homeschool him? Because I don't believe in the mask mandate. Should I should I pull my kid out of school and just homeschool him or try to figure it out? Or should I just leave him in there? Motherfucker, ask your husband or ask your <laughs> wife. Don't fucking ask me that shit. You know, like seriously, because I've made those big decisions and I will make them again. I'll make them every time for myself, you know. But those are the kind of, of questions that we get where, where Matt's like, man, you know, I get so fucking frustrated with this because... You know, it, it it is it is highlighting a much much bigger problem. It's not that we don't want to help. It's not that we don't want to give you you know our best advice in every single scenario. I mean, that's why we're here is to hopefully lead and guide you guys and um, and, and 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 try to enrich everybody's life around us as much as we possibly can. We want to help, but at the same time. Uh, what Matt was talking about with you crippling yourself for constantly depending on other people to make that decision—that's um, that's the bigger issue here. It's got to be, you know, you got to be, you got to be willing to take ownership of your decisions. You got to be willing to take ownership of the outcome because, um, you know, until until you become a person that's okay with taking ownership of every single decision that you make, it's very difficult for you to take ownership of the outcome. Like like the example to understand that concept is like people who say, like when I say your life is your fault. Your life is your fault. You know, and some people get mad when I say that. But what I'm trying to highlight for them is like every single decision that you've made up until your up up or in your entire life, up until this moment has led you to this moment, right where you're at. Like if you're sitting on your couch, if you're in your car, if you're on your way to work, whatever, you are in this moment, in this day in life. Every single decision that you made up until this point has led you to this day, has created this moment. So if you're if you're not happy with where your life is at, understand it's the decisions that you've made in the years past that have created the circumstance within which you live right now. And the only way, the reason why I'm so forceful about communicating that concept is because the only way that you can ever take ownership of where your life is headed is if you start to understand that the decisions that you make today and tomorrow are what create the circumstances of your life five or ten years from now, right? So, Until or unless you take ownership of the decisions you've made in the past, you are you're you're essentially giving away your power and your influence on the outcome because you're saying, No, my life is being dictated by circumstance or by external things happening. It's not being dictated by me. So, therefore, your future life is gonna continue to be dictated by circumstance or external circumstances, right? So, again, embrace the decision making process, embrace ownership and responsibility because that's that's when you really, really start to um, come into yourself. You know, that's when you really start to uh, dictate or control the outcome the direction is when those decisions are yours and you you have the ability to in a moment assess a situation and understand okay if I make this decision here are the potential outcomes if I make this decision here are the potential outcomes all right cool I'm going to make this decision and simultaneously acknowledge that if it goes wrong this is what's going to happen and I'm going to have to deal with that you know that's my famous quote um, from when the day that my life completely changed. No, Mark, you don't make mistakes, you make decisions, right? And your decisions have foreseeable consequences. So um, this is a, I didn't even know I felt so strongly about this concept, but I really, really do because those decisions, man, it's those it's those tiny decisions every single day that define who you are, but also that create the circumstances of your life, whether you're successful, not successful, whether you're happy, sad, fat, or skinny, you know, healthy or unhealthy. It's every single decision matters and you should be
1: starving to make those decisions for yourself. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, the concept of taking ownership of past decisions, um, you know, just made me think about the fact like, you know, Mark tied it into, all right, being able to take complete ownership of the decisions you're making today will dictate where you're, where your future goes, but if you are constantly delegating those decisions to other people, you're literally giving away the opportunity to write your own future to to other people. So now other people are literally dictating the path of your life, right? If you ask my, if you ask me, or you ask Mark, you know, should I take my kids out of school, or should I, or should I leave them in school? Well, like you're like you're giving Mark and I, you know, and that, and we're just examples, right? But we're, you're giving someone else outside of you ownership or the opportunity to literally dictate the path that your your kid or or your future takes and you know the value in making those wrong decisions that Mark and I have made time and time again in our life the value that came from those is literally invaluable it is like i can cannot emphasize that enough like everything that i have ever learned of substance and value in my life was a was a lesson from a mistake like, you know, or not a mistake, a bad decision, let's say, right? Like most of the value, the most valuable lessons I've ever learned in my life came from making bad decisions. And I only gained all of that value. And now I'll call it wisdom and perspective and discernment. I only gained all of that by making full send decisions in the wrong direction. Right? So like you can't shy away. You can't uh, you know, you, you, you can't you can't shy away from making a, a decision for the sake or, or because of the potential that it might be a wrong decision or a bad decision. All right. Uh, there's always a lesson in in that mistake, in that wrong decision. And if it's the right decision, then you want to be able to take ownership of where that decision led you. You know, you don't want that to be like, oh, this was the best decision Mark ever made five years ago (laughs) to tell me to take my kid out of school like that. You don't want to do that. No. Like and I don't want to take ownership of that. You know, I coach people that are like, oh, my God, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. You like you literally changed my life. And I'm like, no, I did not. You know, I, I I pointed you in the right direction and you changed your life. You made the decision to reach out to me. You made a decision to commit to some new healthy habits. You made the decision to stack one win on top of another, one day on top of another, and systematically change your life one day at a time. You made those decisions. Those weren't my decisions. And I don't want ownership of those, those decisions. You know, I want each and every one of you, and you guys should want this for yourself, to be completely autonomous and also have the self-confidence that is built through making decisions and keeping promises to yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean I mean for sure. This is a topic that, you know, I I, I, again it's 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 always all these things that Matt and I talk about are 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 definitely easier said than done. You know, like I I I don't wanna not account for the fact that like making you know making big decision making making decisions period is, is is a difficult process sometimes, but especially making those big decisions. you know it's hard, it's scary and and I think that it, it shouldn't go without saying since we're on the the, the topic of decision making processes that every single decision that you make in, in a day counts. Like I remember when I first started working um, for the company that I work for now, my boss you know him and I had a had a conversation and it was about every single decision matters. you know this is like years ago. You know, but it was every single decision that you make matters. And and just to Matt's, you know, point, um, outsourcing those decisions or delegating those decisions is is, is is just it's so detrimental for so many reasons. But going back to that conversation I had with my boss, like, you know, we were talking about how every single decision, like, you know, what you choose to eat for lunch, um, you know, do you speed or do you follow the speed limit? You know, what what kind of language do you use? Do you uh, have manners? Do you um, hold the door for the person that's walking into Starbucks behind you? Or do you walk in first and just kind of like, you know, kind of half-heartedly, you know, prop the door open with your arm until they get two feet away from it? Like every single one of those small decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis matters. And the reason why is because... Every single decision that you make is either an accurate reflection uh, or representation of the best version of you or it's you settling it's you settling for a version of you that is less than your best. Like that was the conversation that we had and then cumulatively when you are able to show up as the absolute best version of you in on a moment to moment basis with little decisions. Like literally little decisions. Like did you track your food today? Did you weigh your food before you tracked it or did you just eyeball that shit? You know, like did you uh, drink your water today or did you put a packet of crystal light in there? You know, did you um, actually um, work out today with intent? Right. If you did four sets of an exercise, did you approach each one of those four sets sets with the intent to get the most out of every set? All right. If you had a meeting or a phone call at work today, did you go into that phone call and really try to show up and do the absolute best that you could? Or did you just check the box and go through the motions like every single decision? When you saw that piece of trash in the parking lot did and you and you saw it, you know you saw it. Did you just walk past it or did you stop and pick it up, put it in your pocket and throw it away when you got to a trash can? Like every single little decision that you make on a day-to-day basis, it matters. You know, it's your opportunity to um, to settle in. You know, for real, to settle in. Like there is no such thing as maintaining. Like you're not just good where you're at. Like you're either consistently moving away from the best version of you you're getting further and further away from it or you are settling in and becoming more and more entrenched in that version of you that you've always wanted to be and again outsourcing the decision making process is leaving it up to somebody else it's leaving it up to somebody else and so if you if you are one of these people okay who is constantly seeking reassurance validation you know advice from other people which is not terrible all the time but if if you're constantly doing it, it's a habit for you. Okay, something that is a really, really good practical way to to, to get out of this is every time you want to go ask somebody else for their opinion or their advice or whatever, ask yourself, what would the absolute best version of me do in this moment? Like what? Like what would the my ideal self? How would they handle this situation? What would they do in this situation? And I, I think that that's a really, really good uh, compass you know to, to use in life on a day-to-day moment because for re- or because for real or excuse me, on a day to day basis, because when I was you know, really making drastic changes in my life, and when I first started to em- embrace this concept of you know real ownership of my own decisions, my own life, I was still in prison. There was nobody around me that I could seek that advice for. Nobody Nobody was even doing what I was doing. Like everybody thought I was a fucking idiot. You know, for, for and they thought I was a, uh, what do they used to call me? They thought I was a fucking square or a, I don't know. They have this, this derogatory term. It, it doesn't sound that bad, but for real, they would, they would make fun of me. And so instead of being able to look to my left or my right and say, hey, man, what should I do here? What should I do there? I would literally have to ask myself, man, what, would the, what, what does the absolute best version of me look like? And how would that person show up in this moment? And that, that helped me tremendously.
1: Obviously, Mark felt passionate about this. So this was a good topic for me to bring up. But, um, you know, I, I do just want to just like, you know, mention one last time, like, you know, I want to reiterate, I, I guess, what something Mark said, those big decisions that you're making, absolutely seek advice, absolutely, you know, reach out, absolutely ask for help, uh, ask for an opinion, a second or third or fifth a 10th opinion, for sure. But day to day, I don't need to decide whether you eat cereal or oatmeal for breakfast. Uh, I also don't need to decide whether or not you should quit your job, Uh, all right? Like, you know, the the smaller stuff, or or even the personal stuff, uh, that's on you, you know? And take ownership of those decisions because, guys, you will feel much more confident knowing that you have what it takes to live your best life and be your best self without someone directing your every step, okay? Uh, you know, specifically, I mean, I'm a nutrition coach. So, you know, the example just comes to my head specifically when you're just deciding like, what, what should I go to the gym or should I not? Um, Should I, you know, should I eat this last meal before bed and make sure I hit my calories or should I just fall short today? Like those decisions, those matter. And like Mark said, like what would the best version of you do in that situation? Right. You wouldn't just willingly go to sleep knowing that you're 100 calories short on your day or, you know, 20 grams short of protein on your day. Like, no, get your ass out of bed and just have like a little snack, a bowl of Greek yogurt or something. Um, So those small decisions, take ownership of those and make sure you're maximizing the opportunity to become your own problem solver and simultaneously building the confidence that a person who is, you know, that a person who's on the journey to be their best self has. You know that's what you do day to day with every single decision. You are just stacking up wins, and in that wins column comes the self-confidence necessary to carry on uh, a healthy, fulfilling, happy lifestyle. All right. So um, you know if you guys I- enjoyed the show today, uh, we definitely appreciate you listening. But uh, as always, if you enjoyed the show, if you found any value, if you if you uh, learned something, if you laughed, if you Um, you know, if you found it useful, just, uh, do us a favor, pay the fee, share the show. Um, we always appreciate it so, so much. Uh, we see you guys. We love you guys. Talk to you later.